Veritas. Truth. The voyage of discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. On the line, I have the headmaster of Veritas College, Mr. Dermot Connors. We'll basically be talking about the school. We'll, talk, we'll be talking about the activities that they have at the school. So we're going to know, uh, get to know the school better. And we'll also touch on something that's very topical at the moment, which is COVID-19. Good morning, Mr. Connors. How are you doing this morning? Morning, Connie. I'm fine, thank you. I hope you are doing well as well. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We are talking about Veritas College. We're going to get to know the school a bit better and get to know about the programs in the school. Now, as a starting point, please just share with us about Veritas College's history. When was the school founded? Well, it's a bit of a complicated story in one sense because uh, Veritas College is actually the amalgamation of two Catholic schools that existed in Springs. That's the Springs Convent, um, which was a King Dominican uh, school for girls, and then Christian Brothers College, St. Brendan's, which was the Catholic school for boys. So in a sense, the amalgamation and the formation of Veritas College started in 1992. But if we go further back, the convent actually started in the early 30s. And the Christian Brothers School started in uh, around 1963-64. So it was the combination of those two schools that eventually formulated Veritas in 1992. Interesting. So two schools came together to form what we now know as Veritas College, which is a school in Springs. What is Veritas College's um, motto and what does it mean? On that note, how are the learners encouraged to live out the school motto? Yes, our school motto is Ora et Labora, which means prayer and work. It's a Benedictine motto um, formulated by St. Benedict as a as one of his um, aspects for code of daily living in his monastic communities. It's been taken on by a number of schools over the years. Um, for us, it was actually taken from the um, motto that CBC, the Christian Brothers College in Springs had. And I think for us, it um, encapsulates what we want to happen during the school day in that it highlights God's presence in our daily work. Um, It's for us to remember that he's our guide during the school day. And in fact, work itself is a type of contemplation. So doing work well is in fact uh, bringing us closer to God and is uh, a spiritual experience as well as often an academic or a physical one. Um, So in the school setting, to highlight our motto during the school day, we do actually have time when we break from work and we actually have prayer time. So that would be at the beginning of the day, um, even for our staff, our teachers, At the beginning of each day, we have a staff meeting, so that's begun by a prayer. Mini assembly directly afterwards at the high school would involve that as well. The prep have their uh, prayer after break. And then the Angelus and board campuses is actually um, said at midday, although there is uh, at times at 12 for the prep, um, a silent time for a few minutes at that particular 12 o'clock period for contemplation and personal prayer. And then at the end of the day, a number of our teachers also 
um, will gather their classes to have a final prayer together before they close the class time of the day. So I think by doing that practice each day, it makes the children aware that um, we're not just a school that's involved in academics, but there is, there is time for stopping and talking to God and being, making sure that uh, we remember that he's part of our school day as well. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Mr. Connors. We are in conversation with Mr. Connors, who is the headmaster of Veritas College. And this is really us getting to know the school better, as here on the Catholic Corner on Radio Veritas, the good news for a change, 576 AM. Uh, by just responding to the question of how the school keeps the school motto alive it's very evident that the catholic ethos is really embedded in the school what are some of the highlights and lowlights that the school has experienced over the years i've been blessed to be part of veritas college right from its inception in 92 and i must say that i think for uh, staff one of the lowlights at the beginning of our um, uh, establishment as veritas college was in the first year, the uh, finance committee had to tell us that um, because of a fund crisis in the school at that time, we weren't going to get our full um, bursary, sorry, not bursary, but a 13 bonus at the end of the year. So that really started us off well as a amalgamated school. But I must say that since then, we've never had any other problems with salaries, which is good to hear. Um, on the other side of that, highlights, there's so many, but um, I think any time we celebrate any of our children's successes, it's really uh, a fantastic experience. Um, obviously, the um, most highlighted um, of those would be our matric results. And I must say that we've been always proud of our matrics. We've had a 100% pass rate for so many years now it's difficult to remember when our last failure unfortunately occurred but um it's the degree passes those um children in each matric group who um get um results well enough to be accepted into university that's often the the most um, um cherished part of the um, matric results that we get and that's for the the uh, 2019 uh, matric group was 96 percent of that group so we're very very happy with that um otherwise i think um you know like many of our catholic schools we are unfortunately running through a very very um lean period as far as enrollments are concerned so we've had a downturn in enrollments over the last few years but it does seem this year that there's a bit of an upturn so we're hoping that will continue however as you mentioned in your introduction with this covid 19 who knows how we're going to be able to um, run with schooling um, in the next few weeks or few months. But obviously, that's another question and another story. COVID-19 does indeed bring in a dynamic, you know, not just for schooling, but life as a whole, because companies, CEOs, MDs are also asking uh, the same questions. Um, you mentioned the 100% pass rate. Veritas College academically, very, very strong. It's all over the newspapers. You know, when matric results come out, Veritas College is also there. And it's really good to see such great results coming through. 
But then over and above academics, uh, Veritas College is known as the school that uh, really cares about pastoral care as well as outreach. What are some of the initiatives that the school has embarked on, some of the pastoral care and outreach initiatives that the school has embarked on? Uh, Connie, from what we've spoken about so far, you may have understood that we're on two separate campuses, our primary school and our high school. Um, the fact is that obviously with pastoral care and outreach, it's got to be done in a different way in, on both campuses, depending on the age groups you're dealing with. So if I could maybe start with the prep school, um, they had in um, their program for outreach last year, this theme and idea of celebrating our community, our school community, our stakeholders. So we made uh, lots of effort to try and include these particular groups um, in various activities during the school year. If I could start with our families, um, they and are still are in fact invited to our assemblies, our school masses. Um, we encourage them to be part of our sports days, family days. We have a grandparents morning, a tea and coffee gathering. Um, our school review um, is obviously very well supported by our um, families and our parents. And we then, in those particular times, are able to highlight how appreciative we are of their support and their special role in our school community and in the growth of our students. And then moving to another stakeholder, that's our teachers and uh, our admin and our support staff. Um, as part of that uh, theme and um, initiative last year, we uh, organized with our grade sevens that they sent our thank you letters to all those people. And we also organized that uh, our chaplain, Father Calvin, was available to do a very special blessing on those staff as, as part of that theme. Our students, uh, we highlighted their talents um, by promoting uh, their participation in arts and cultural festivals, school reviews. Our parish, which is a very, uh, as we see it, a very important part of our school community. We invite parishioners to our school masses. We support the parish's fundraising uh, drives, and we also assist uh, the St. Vincent de Paul group with food and blanket donations and collections. We also, probably one of the highlights of this theme last year was celebrating vocations, where we invited our parish priest, um, Father Martin, um, Brother Michael Burke, representative of the Christian Brothers, and our local King Dominican community to a special tea and a gathering of our senior uh, pupils at the prep, who got a chance to ask um, them about their vocation and uh, living life as a religious. It was a very informative and sometimes funny um, experience, but I think everybody enjoyed it. And then finally, celebrating our nation. We supported child welfare, we supported Chuck, we supported Vita Nova and special days like Techie Tax Day, Sunflower um, Day. Um, leave your print day and then we organized thank you cards for local services in our um, Springs community like the SPCA, police force, fire department and hospitals. And then just to mention um, in our high school, we try there because of that age group being a little older and, and a little bit more mature to try and involve them in immersion experiences and advocacy. So a lot of what they did during the course of last year was to visit 
um, orphanages where they got to know some of the kids there, a retirement village where they spoke and tried to buck up the spirits of uh, the older people in those uh, particular places. Um, also visited the SPCA where the kids enjoyed um, integrating and um, um, having a special day with all the animals there. As part of the advocacy side, we've supported mental health awareness and that particular campaign and also the Cancer Shaveton, where we actually organized with our local shopping mall that particular activity only a few Saturdays ago. So our high school have had quite a few activities involving uh, pastoral care and outreach as well. Oh, I just wanted to add a little bit more to the pastoral care and outreach uh, that our senior school students are involved with and were, in fact, uh, last year particularly. Um, one of our focuses at the high school was to uh, create a better understanding of our ethos and actually how to live it. So one of the aspects we actually focused on was the liturgy of the Mass to educate our learners into the different parts of the Mass, the symbolism, the actions of the priest and so on. And so by doing that, we we hope that our learners will get more out of the Mass personally when they um, have uh, school services uh, in the future. Then um, we also embarked on ethos campaigns like hashtag attitude of gratitude and hashtag gratitude is good manners. Lots of posters are put up around the school, lots of prompting at mini assemblies um, for kids to be more active in that particular area. So we were hoping that they would be grateful for what they have and thank others for what has been done for them. Then our teachers um, um, created an open letter of appreciation to our students, which was read out at one of our mini assemblies, thanking them for their commitment, their cooperation and their hard work. And then some of the learners reciprocated by sending letters to individual teachers, thanking them for the um, education they were getting from them. And obviously for the special um, way that uh, those teachers had interacted with them. Our catchphrase, learn, live and lead with love, um, was also highlighted during the school year with posters and again a certain amount of input by um, our learners and some of the RE uh, teachers. So we highlighted there praying for one another, having integrity and having respect for one another. Then our male staff and some of the senior male pupils um, took the nine minutes of silence on the 9th of September very seriously. They highlighted that by doing it, uh, which was obviously against gender-based um, violence. Um, so as you can see, our uh, high school pupils have been really very, very busy with um, both immersion and advocacy issues around the school.
Hi, I'm Archbishop Peter Wells, Apostolic Nuncio. Thank you for listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. If you've just joined us, you are listening to The Catholic Corner with myself, Gananela Mapoko, right here on Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. 576 AM on DSTV, we are on 870. We are in a conversation with the headmaster of Veritas College, Mr. Dermot Connors, and he was basically just sharing about the college itself. As you were talking, uh, Mr. Connors, you know, uh, it's very evident that Veritas College doesn't only is not only involved in pastoral care and outreach, but also heavily involved with the community, uh, the different stakeholders of the school. A lot of schools uh, would like to get to a point where it can say that they've got this relationship with their community. Uh, this is how they interact with these stakeholders. But don't quite get it right. How did uh, Veritas College get it right? The whole uh, interaction with the community, having a very vibrant and alive relationship with the community. As far as our school community is concerned, Kani, I think one of the aspects that helps in that regard is that we certainly have an open door policy when it comes to our teachers being um, available for our families and for us as management to be open to that as well. So we engage very easily and um, very flexibly with our families and parents, which in one level creates a very good sort of bond between um, the school and those individual families who we serve. Um, And then I think when it comes to a number of our events, um, we are blessed to have a very, very uh, cooperative um, group of families who uh, support and often aid and help us with getting fundraisers off the ground, but particularly participating in things like our mini sports days and um, the the family days that we've spoken about. In fact, we were very, very impressed this year when we had our um, annual AGM of the board in the PTSA. Our hall was almost full to capacity. So I think there is certainly a... Um, a lot of goodwill both between the families that we serve and us as staff management teachers um and i think it's that it's that connection that actually um creates that very very vibrant uh, uh community spirit as far as um the wider community is concerned um we have over the years built up a network of links with various bodies within the uh, Springs community. Um, We have uh, supported um, various um, entities, as we've mentioned just in in the last uh, part of the interview, as far as pastoral care is concerned, Vita Nova, SPCA, etc. But also uh, groups like um, the... um, Rotary, um, and, there's, and there's two groups actually in Springs, but um, our most recent interaction with Rotary has been that um, they have provided us with a Toastmasters um, input or course, and so our kids have been involved in that. Um, we reciprocated by helping them with um, gathering funds, even collecting toys, etc., around Christmas time. And so it is with other parts of our school community as well, where we try to interact as much as we can, um, supporting their ventures. And I think in its own way, that has helped us to instill ourselves in the Springs community. 
It's very encouraging to hear of a school having a meaningful, mutually beneficial connection with its community, a community within the school, but also community in which it operates in. And through you sharing, uh, Mr. Connors, I take it there are possibly uh, other um, principals or managers of schools who are also taking pointers because it's through sharing that we learn from one another. You're still listening to the Catholic Corner out here on Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. 576 AM DSTV, we are on 870. And if you like listening to us via streaming, you're doing that via Radio Veritas. Dot co dot za. The first part of the Catholic Corner this morning uh, from 9 to 10, we are basically listening to music and reflecting on the fact that we are now in Holy Week. Um, after Good Friday, uh, our Lord, our Christ, Jesus would have risen from the dead and we will be singing our Alleluias and really celebrating the Easter season, the beginning of the Easter season. I did mention that during this time, you know, uh, during the lockdown period, a lot of us are at home. A lot of us are spending a lot of time with ourselves. And why not take the opportunity to really introspect? And in the first hour, we're basically talking about letting go of burdens, using this Holy Week period um, to to let go of burdens, you know, um, so that when Christ is risen, we genuinely rise up with Christ and we're focusing on forgiveness. And uh, with Veritas College, on a weekly basis, the school basically shares a virtue on social media. On this post on social media, uh, the school, Veritas College, explains what the virtue means. And it also links an affirmation to the virtue, which I think is creative and action. You know, it's faith and action. On that note, uh, Mr. Connors, how does uh, Veritas College live out this virtue of forgiveness how is this virtue instilled in the learners of veritas college um, in a way that the forgiver does not feel like his or her feelings are are not taken into consideration his or her hurt is not taken into consideration yes Kani. i think um i could maybe step back just a little and give you um the 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 sort of background to this so that we can understand a little bit more what this program is about but essentially um our prep school particularly our management team um came together at the beginning of the year to see um in what way they could um create a pathway for our children to make our ethos more alive and so this is basically what they came up with in, in that they've got a list of well over 10 virtues that they want to highlight on a weekly basis, one virtue per week. And in that way, um, make it possible for our children to enact that particular virtue as part of their um, daily living within the classroom and in the school. So we've got virtues like kindness, forgiveness, respect, helpfulness um, that have uh, punctuated our first term. And on the forgiveness um, issue or as part of, of the, the virtues that have been highlighted, as you say, forgiveness was, was one of the uh, virtues that was presented. Um, the way it's done basically is um, as part of an assembly either at the um, senior phase or foundation phase, the virtue is explained and um, the affirmation is um, taken with that. 
And there are some uh, examples of how that virtue could be practiced. As um, the week progresses, um, the uh, teachers um, of the classes have what we call virtue cards. They're almost like thank you cards for um, the times when they see their children um, practicing that particular virtue and um, making it possible in this particular case, as far as forgiveness is concerned, forgiving someone that they see has done them wrong. Um, as far as far as the idea of the learner's feelings um, are concerned, I think it's it's done with within a very caring environment. And so when the child has decided to forgive, um, it's sometimes more abstract than just forgiving one of their peers. It may be that they talk about forgiving somebody at home for something that they feel uh, they've done or possibly someone outside of the school, family member, etc. So um, in that respect, I think it's it's um, quite quite a global issue. As far as it happening in the classroom, I think the teachers, uh, because we, we have very, very experienced people involved um, at the prep, in the teaching of our children, they take the card, they give it to the child for expressing their forgiveness, and um, they basically take a counselling session with them to take them through um, what um, the, 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 the gratitude is from the school side for doing that and um, how helpful it's going to be for the child to move forward after doing that forgiving in the first place. So I think because it's done within a very caring environment, um, the whole side of the hurt um, and other feelings that the forgiver may have uh, quickly dissipated. Veritas College was one of the first schools to embrace restorative justice. What is restorative justice about and what does it seek to achieve? At Veritas, our understanding of restorative justice is that it's where any injustice um, that occurs in the school creates harm. And then this harm must be repaired. Um, not through punishment, but in a setting where the culprit takes responsibility for that harm and needs to connect with the victim who plays a role in the agreed repairing of uh, that harm. So that connection between the victim and the culprit um, and this idea of moving forward. So the connection between the victim and the culprit repairs a broken relationship and creates a way of moving forward in a very positive way. Um, what we feel as a, um, as a school embracing restorative justice is that the key part of the process is creating positive relationships. And so one can become proactive in building strong relationships so that we can guard against and possibly prevent them from being broken or to reduce the times that they are broken. In that regard, our grade 12 leaders um, take our grade 8 orientation program at the beginning of each year. So they build positive relationships with our grade 8 pupils. And that in its own way can be almost a preventative measure for any um, relationships being broken during the course of the year. 
New parents and families have an orientation evening with our staff and our board. And again, there are relationships there that are created and strengthened. Um, often leaders or groups of pupils organize and run our assemblies. Those assemblies that are actually run by our leaders are another way um, for creating strong uh, bonds and strong uh, positive relationships between um, the various sections of the pupil body. Um, our staff also have learned to discipline in a restorative way. For instance, if they feel that there's a child in their class who is misbehaving, they will never uh, reprimand that child in front of everybody, but they are, um, they are practiced now in doing a, more of a one-to-one uh, mediation, um, which is obviously far more uh, progressive, leads to better results and creates a more uh, respectful relationship between those two people. And then we take into account the social, family and peer issues when we're dealing with discipline issues, which is, I suppose, the justice part of the process, and sometimes even include a panel of counsellors um, as part of the of the. Um, uh, the restorative process, which I suppose in its own way is the restorative part. So at the end of the day, we encourage our pupils to take responsibility for personal issues that they may be battling with. And we have a um, group of counsellors who can take um, those issues um, to heart with those pupils and find a solution and a way forward. So all in all, restorative justice is a way of um, repairing um, broken relationships um, and as I said there are many ways of doing that through teacher intervention, counselling intervention, having strong relationships with our families and our parents as well. Thank you Mr Connors for sharing about restorative justice and what it means to Veritas College as well as how it is implemented throughout the school. If you've just tuned and you are listening to Catholic Corner right here on Radio Veritas, the good news for a change, 576 AM, DSTV 870. This is a program that's specifically produced for the lockdown period, the South African lockdown period. Uh, after this, after the lockdown period, um, normal Radio Veritas programming will resume. Mr. Connors, you know, uh, something that's very topical uh, right now, regardless of where you are in the world, it's COVID-19. I think it came and it hit every single person in a way that was never, ever or could never have been imagined before. What has the impact of COVID-19 been on Veritas College and have measures been put in place? Certainly you're right there, Connie. We could never have imagined <clears throat> such a situation even a month ago. But as we now experience the lockdown and the effects of COVID-19, um, we unfortunately had very little time um, before the lockdown occurred to try and find ways of um, moving forward with the education of our children. Because obviously, by its very nat nature, schooling uh, requires that contact between teacher and pupil and families too. So what we have been able to do initially was to, um, particularly at the prep school, prepare packs of work that the children took with them um, on the last day of school, that's the uh, 18th of March. And that was to um, 
be done as part of their work during the next week or two, because particularly as far as the prep school is concerned, the idea is that our prep children should be actually on holiday from around the 27th of March to when we come back on the 22nd of April. However, um, particularly at the uh, high school, our senior pupils have been engaged with our matric grade 11, grade 10 teachers and, and many other grades too, I may say, um, on an ongoing basis through WhatsApp, through Zoom classes. I know even one teacher uh, took to Instagram to conduct a class um, or a class period with their particular pupils. So there has been engagement between teachers and pupils. Um, and I think our children have been ticking over with work that they needed to uh, carry on with, particularly in our high school, because if all things work as planned, they should come back to an exam period um, for the beginning of what will now be the second term. So they're revising for that and our teachers are help helping them through that, either uh, through um, remote class time or with worksheets and memos that are being sent out on a regular basis. As far as what the future holds, um, we are looking at all kinds of different platforms um, to be able to teach remotely if the extension of the lockdown is to continue. Um, there are teachers who are already practicing on that uh, particular um, type of teaching and hopefully it will be perfected um, by the time we are due back um, at school either in person or virtually on the 22nd of this month. So classes will continue um, either via remote learning or if all things work well by the kids coming back to school. But I would like to say to our families that they mustn't panic right now. It's important that their, the mental health of their children is treated more of as a priority rather than the academic we'll deal with the academic, you can rest assured of that. Um, it's the mental and psychological side that I think our families need to be more concerned about right at the moment. If COVID-19 were a person and able to engage, what message would you give COVID-19? I think if I met COVID-19 as a person, one of the first things I would probably say is that they are one of the most evil and indiscriminate people I've ever met. We understand that this particular um, pandemic knows no boundaries, knows no cultural um, boundaries, and certainly no age boundaries. There has even been a five-year-old that has succumbed to this disease recently. So certainly a very vile and evil person. But then on the other hand, I would also be able to say to this person, because of their actions, they brought the human race together in a way that I've never experienced before. There's been support in so many different ways by various individuals and groups for those who are in need. We've seen the courage of frontline workers like never before, medical staff, etc., trying to deal with those who are sick from this pandemic. And then we've seen the generosity of so many individuals, those who've been able to give donations of money towards various um, um, ways of moving forward with uh, the uh, answer to this pandemic. Companies as well who've 
some have turned to making sanitizers um, from before making alcohol. And there have been various um, companies who've donated towards the cause as well. So all of that has shown how much the human race has actually come together. And I think probably the third thing that could be mentioned is that, particularly here in South Africa, our services have improved so well. I have never seen so many policemen on the beat. I've noticed that hospitals are more jacked for their patients. And what should have happened years ago, where our destitute and those people in informal settlements are for once getting water delivered to them because obviously the hygiene side of this pandemic is so important. Things that should have been done so long ago, but now suddenly have happened at double quick time. And this, of course, as a result of COVID-19. Um, so I think all in all, we are more concerned about each other than we ever have been. And if nothing else, that is something positive that has come out of this pandemic. What message of hope would you like to share with the Veritas College learners, teachers, parents, as well as the Radio Veritas listeners? What would you like to say to them? I feel that this lockdown period particularly is a very scary and depressing time for people, particularly for older people who feel more vulnerable because of the various news bulletins you hear where the virus seems to be more um, seriously taken in by uh, older people. But I, and, and of course, we all feel unsafe. But I think my message would be that, like in many of calamities that I've experienced in the past, this too will pass. It may take weeks, it may take some months. I think possibly the lockdown won't be for that long, but certainly at the moment it's a very, very, um, re it's a very, very grim reality for all, all of us. But I think my message would be that um, we need to trust in God, we need to trust in his guidance, we need to trust in his strength. And we, uh, from the Veritas staff, and management of the school would like to say that we're definitely supporting all our families as best we can, that we are concerned about um, where, what they're going through, particularly what our pupils are going through, the anxiety that our matrix have as to what the rest of the year holds for them. Um, will it be something that still can be managed so that they can do their finals at the end of the year? But we will certainly try our very best from the school side to support them and to take them through on their education journey so that they will um, have a successful uh, outcome to their year, not just our matrix, but all our very test pupils. And that our prayers and our thoughts are with our families as we go through this very, very trying time. Thank you very much, Mr. Connors, for your time and for sharing with us about Veritas College. I'd like to briefly share a personal story. Um, the very first time I went to Veritas College, I drove, got to Springs, and then kind of got lost trying to find the school, but eventually uh, found the school. When I got to the gate, I was met by a gentleman there, 
whom we greeted and after greeting I tra- I told him where I was going he tried to explain but I just didn't get it and then he said okay just park your car here and I'll show you I parked my car where um, he told me to park and he walked me to the door of where I was going said thank you at the door I was met with um, there were pupils learners from Veritas College and a few teachers there I was met with smiles and people, friendly people, you know, very welcoming. They helped me out. And I basically spent the whole day there at the school. And I got to interact with some of the teachers, some of the learners, and I also got to see the teachers and the learners interact among themselves. I must just say that uh, Veritas College is a very warm school. It's a very loving school, very caring school. And even when the learners talk about the school, they talk about it with such passion. And when the teachers talk about the school, they also talk about it with such passion. You know, I remember the one teacher going on about how this for them the school is a blessing to them and another teacher also echoed the same sentiment saying that this is a blessing for me you know and it's also helped them in their personal journey in growing uh spiritually so on that note i just want to say it was a very it was a nice day day well spent really enjoyed myself very warm so thank you but also just thank you to veritas college for the work that you're doing um through you sharing, Mr. Connors, it's very evident that Veritas College not only adds value to the school, but also adds value to its communities. So thank you very much. May the Lord continue on blessing you, continue on blessing the work that you do uh, as a school. And, you know, uh, COVID-19 will pass. And thanks for sharing the message of hope. Thanks once again for your time. Well, Kani, thank you very much for that um, story. Um, You were obviously um, made very welcome at Veritas, but it was great to have you on board for that particular day because we had a bit of interaction together as well. Um, Hopefully next time it won't take you as long to get to the school because you obviously took the picturesque route around Springs to get to us. Um, It was great to be with you this morning. I'm very, very glad that we've had this discussion. It was great to be able to explain just a little bit about our school and what we do here in Springs. And um, if anybody would like to make contact with Veritas, I'll just give you two um, contact numbers that you could use even at this particular time of lockdown. The one is 011-362-2686. That's for our prep. Our senior is 011-812-2767. And if you want to catch us by um, email, Probably the best one to use at the moment is marketing, M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G, and that's at veritas, V-E-R-I-T-A-S dot org dot Z-A. Thanks again, Connie. Have a great day. Thank you, Mr. Connors, for sharing with us this morning on the Catholic Corner. Everybody listening to the program right now, at this very moment, I'd like to encourage you to check out the Veritas College Facebook page. It's very active. You know, you'll be able to see the school, be able to see the different activities that they do at the school. Also be able to check out the virtues that we touched on in our conversation with uh, Mr. Connors. You'll be able to check out the the virtue as well as the affirmation linked to the virtue. And let's learn from each other. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. If something is working somewhere and it's adding value and it's having a positive impact, let's learn from it. We can implement it in our workspaces, in our families, in our schools, 
um, and the virtues is such a an example of uh, such an initiative that we can learn from. But there are a whole lot of other initiatives uh, that we can learn from that Mr. Connors shared with us on the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Check out the Facebook page. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. Veritas College Springs, South Africa. And thank you for listening to the program. We've come to the end of the program. We're going to sign out um, with the school song, the Veritas College school song. It's sung by the prep school, and it was recorded in one of their assemblies. You'll hear, it is so cute, you'll hear the little voices singing uh, the school song. And after the school song, we'll play the Dominican Jubilee as well as uh, the Edmund Rice Anthem. The reason we're playing out with both these songs, the Dominican Jubilee and the Edmund Rice Anthem, is because Mr. Connors shared with us at the very start of our conversation that Veritas College is basically, um, as a result, we have a school called Veritas College today because of uh, the Dominicans as well as CBC. So they came together to form what we now know as Veritas College. Thank you for tuning in. Check you out on Wednesday at 10 a.m. God bless.